You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hi, it's me. My name is Devin, or at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter, for those of you that use it. This is Today in Sports Betting edition of Monday, May 11th, 2020. We are going to have fun today. Well, I am. I am. That's for sure. Today and tomorrow, I am going to be joined by not only Ira at Ira Silver Magic, another lovely cohort of mine that is involved in this endeavor. And then we also have Andrew Hansen, at Language Olympic, we are going to be focusing on some DFS stuff tomorrow. Talking about the KBO, live sports, and how it's impacting DFS and what it looks like in all of its glory. With all that being said, hold on to those seats because today, man, we've got some heat coming. That's for sure. My KBO record right now, and I know it ebbs and flows, but I think I'm hitting at like a 77% clip for KBO right now. It is crazy. Um, it's a fun league. We're going to talk a little bit more about it, break it down some more. <clears throat> for those of you who've listened before and it, this is redundant, I apologize. But, you know, it's important that everyone knows about this league. It's what we got right now. It's a established baseball organization with talent and prospects so without further ado again this is today in sports betting a hoop-ball.com presentation a part of the hoop ball family check it out on twitter guys we have hoop ball nets hoop ball bulls hoop ball pelicans hoop ball lakers hoop ball grizzlies Think about a team, it's probably going to be represented in the Hootball family. Hope things have been going well for everyone out there. Things seem to be getting a little bit more even keel out there in the world. Here in Kansas City, Missouri, things are normalizing a little bit. I mean, I, I say normalize, but what is normal anymore? We, we just don't know. So, Another fun, exciting topic to talk about that's going to be coming up this week. A good buddy of mine, Aaron Passau, Iowa native, went to 
broadcasting school in Iowa, at Iowa, the University of Iowa, Hawkeyes, is going to be joining. And uh, give him a follow on Twitter, uh, love. You can find him at A underscore Passow, P-A-S-S-O-W, all undercase. He is the founder, host, creator, the Tailgate Podcast. I've known Aaron for a couple of years now. Our football love is kind of what's brought us together. He was so gracious to two years ago, um, him and another friend of mine, bring me on and be a part of their draft coverage that they do. And it's like a draft game. And uh, they've been doing it for about seven years now. And, um, <clears throat> well, Aaron loves breaking down scout scouting stuff. So we're going to have him on. We, we just did our draft stuff. We've done some other coverage. So we're going to break it down a little further. We're going to get to know Aaron. It's going to be fun. going to enjoy having that going. Like I mentioned, refreshing the KBO is going to be a part of today's show, but we'll get there. Um, usually I have the my bookie read. It's not here right now. COVID-19's changed some things. That's obvious. So my focal point of this segment has always been since the occurrence that I want to try to plug in a fundraiser, charity, shout out, collaboration. If there's anyone or anything out there that is being worked on that needs a little bit more eyes, ears, and um, attention thrown towards, I would love to try to help out with that in any way I could. Um, So if there's anyone in your local area that's trying to do some good, I don't care where it's at. Um, we can always give shout outs for people that are trying to show their, uh, their heart and do good for humanity. So that's not, uh, um, you know, something I want to try to avoid talking about. So, um, with that being said, we got some guests coming up and if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard me talk about these websites and their banks of information and resources that I've used and helped give some knowledge and winnings and, you know, good, some good information to you guys through these people. <clears throat> Not going to say too much right now. Cause I don't want to, you know, show my hand because uh, I'm excited. This is going to be cool. And I hope that you guys enjoy it because I am going to have a ball. With that being said, got a lot to talk about. So real quickly, I'm going to get into some stuff about the KBO. So there is this term, and Americans are starting to learn about it. It's called KBO-ness. KBO-ness. It's like a thing in Korea. It's, it, it, that's just what it is. I guess it's kind of like their swag. KBO-ness is just like this thing. You know, since bullpens aren't that good in the KBO, they're not great. Uh, starting pitchers will have these really amazing games, and then you see the the complete flip of the game when these bullpens come in. And so it's just like all hell breaks loose, crazy bat flips and home runs and multi-home run uh, innings, and it's just pinging and ponging and uh, pinballing. So uh, it's pretty insane. And I think we're going to see a lot of that with an upcoming series that I'm going to talk a lot about because I love a lot of these players and pitchers and just, Oh man, I love this league. I love this league. I'm glad I'm able to talk about it. We'll talk a lot more about bullpens. I'm going to do a bullpen breakdown by team. And that was a actually, um, you know, something that I did a lot of uh, listening and studying and sponging up on today. And Adam Burke helped me out with that. Uh, If you're not following him at, skating tripod on twitter he puts out a lot of really good stuff um bangthebook.com one of the websites that really just got me into betting um really good user-friendly content um i would check them out if you are bored or if you're not bored either way your choice so i've talked about it briefly but a way i've been getting some really good information viewership and referencing um to the kbo and understanding the ins and outs of what they do was because of my KBO.net. Um, it's just been a real huge help there. Um, so I would definitely check that out. So here we go. I'm going to do a bullpen breakdown, starting in alphabetical order. We're doing the Doosan Bears. And so pretty much what I'm going to run through 
is talk about the amount of uh, innings that these teams have pitched with their bullpens. And then I'm going to also talk about ERAs, whips, you know, uh, walks, hits in an inning, you know, if you're not savvy on that. Um, and then we'll talk just some random little bullets. So here we go. Do some bears, 17 and two thirds innings have been pitched by their bullpen staff with 9.17 ERA and a 1.82 whip. So as you can see right here, not a lot of innings pitch. Their uh, starters do go deep, but boy, oh boy, they allow a lot of inflated numbers once they reach that sixth, seventh inning and these bullpen arms come in. One thing that I would recommend doing, because I love these Deuce on Bears. They're the odds-on favorites to win the championship. But um, first, first five innings, if you can get them, because I've lost two or three bets now, and what I've noticed is because they're bullpen. I, I took them for the full game, you know, the spread for them to cut, because they, they score a lot of runs, and we've, we'll do some offensive breakdowns and stuff out there. But um, as far as uh, percentages, hitting, uh, they have a specific hitter we'll talk on um, later on, foreshadowing here. Uh, but, yeah, pretty atrendous. And they are actually probably the worst bullpen in all of the KBO. Um, if not, they're second worst. Um, 9.17 ERA, that, that's a lot. And then almost two walks and hits combined per inning. Like, you know, like one walk and one hit, you know, if, if the first person walks – the second person doubles, like there's a chance of that run scoring. So moving on to Hanwha, 16.1, so 16 and a third. Uh, I forgot to <laughs> revise these notes. 16 and a third innings pitched, um, 7.16 ERA, 1.84 whip, so a little bit higher than uh, Doosan in the whip compartment. Uh, two straight blown saves to end the week last week. They blew the save on Saturday and Sunday. Kia, the Tigers, 20 – oh, man. They, they have a lot of innings pitched here for their bullpen. Uh, the Kia Tigers, 22 innings pitched, 8.18 ERA, 1.95 whip, and an even one-to-one -one ball to walk – or, I'm sorry, uh, walk to strikeout ratio. So as you can see, they walk a lot of people, they strike out a lot of people, but I think what this has to do with that, that high uh, strikeout number right now being in part that they have played Samsung. Samsung's leading the league in strikeouts. So that's inflating that one-to-one. -one. It should actually be more like a one to, you know, maybe a three-fourths. Uh, that 1.95 whip, that's ginormous. Uh, and then obviously the eight earned runs. Moving on to Kai Woom. Or Kiwoom, as I uh, recently learned. I'm sorry, Kiwoom. 23 innings pitched, 3.13 ERA. So they have more innings pitched than Kia, and then they uh, also have like five less earned runs. 1.26 whip, four walks. Keep an eye out for them. If you want to win some back five or like second half game bets uh, or unders, expect to do that with Kiwoom or Kiwoom because that rotation can get a nice smooth handoff baton toss to, uh, pass to their bullpen and they usually coast out really good not to mention they have a you know an offense that could improve but they're they're pretty middle of the pack so kt the whiz uh 20 innings pitched 8.55 era 0.205 whip eight strikeouts 15 walks you know what i'm saying that's all i need to say move on uh, the next two, I love these bullpens. Um, I love these bullpens. LG, listen to this. 25 and one-thirds innings pitched, 4.26 ERA, 1.18 whip, 13 Ks, seven walks. They were also without their starting pitchers, Tyler Wilson and Carson Kelly, because they were in that mandatory 14-day quarantine period that the American players have to go through once they come back from America. So – uh, that's why these innings pitch numbers are so high, 25 and a third. That's a lot of innings pitch. But as you can see, 1.18 whip, that's a lot. Or I'm sorry, that, that's like a lot of good. Like it's low. Like that is very low. So as you can see, Tyler Wilson and Carson Kelly, once they start getting rolling, those innings pitch numbers are probably going to come down because those guys are going to be able to get themselves into the sixth, seventh, maybe hell, a complete game win 
shutouts maybe. You know, these guys are talented. They got roughed up in their first two starts, and we'll talk a little bit more about what they got coming up. But, um, you know, they it was pretty much like a spring outing for them, like a pitcher here over in the States making a spring training uh, debut. You know, it's just there was a more rust came off in that outing than anything else. So look for improvement, uh, positive regression from Tyler Wilson and Carson Kelly. Um, next, the Latte Giants. Uh, the, another pronunciation I recently learned about. I was saying lot. It is spelled L-O-T-T-E, but it is latte. It just kind of, you know, sounds like a coffee drink to me. 17 and two-thirds innings pitch, so not a lot of bullpen usage. They are getting a ton of production out of their starters, probably the best in the league in my opinion. Their bullpen has a 3.06 ERA, .81, best in the majors, or best in the Korean majors, whip, uh, only four walks. So if you're looking for – uh, uh, not to mention they pair that bullpen with the second best uh, scoring offense in all of the KBO. There are only one run scored behind the next best team. Next, NC, the Dinos, my adopted team. I hold them dear to my heart. 17 and two-thirds innings pitched, 5.6 ERA, little high, um, 1.47 whip. So that's a little low. The earned runs are a little high, but they get a lot of good work out of their starting pitchers. So that's that's important. And then they're a competent offense. The one thing that strikes out about them or sticks out, more walks than uh, strikeouts um, from their bullpen. Samsung, 22 innings pitch, 2.45 ERA, 1.45 whip, 19 Ks, 14 walks. And then SK. The Wyverns, 14 innings pitched, so the least amount of usage, 14 ERA. There is definitely some inflation in there. There was a big result that happened the other night. I think it was like a nine-run inning, so take that with a grain of salt. But with that being said, they still only have a 1.79 whip, so look for some positive regression, I think, from the SK bullpen. Uh, only eight walks, so I mean that's you know it's it's a little higher, but I mean it's uh, it's only one walk more than LG, and they have a pretty good bullpen. So, side note: bullpens as a whole in the KBO uh, through 27 games total, 195.3 innings pitched, 127 runs, 197 hits, 140 uh, 140 strikeouts. 100 walks, 5.85 ERA, and then a plus, uh, I'm sorry, excuse that, a .155 whip. So those are the league averages right now through the bullpen pitching. So I'm going to talk a lot about a specific game. So I'm just going to go ahead and get it out of the way. Game of the night, I love it. Um, I've already put a bunch of bets in on it. Um, the game of the night for me is going to be the Latte Giants taking on the Doosan Bears. And um, we're going to have a really awesome uh, offensive matchup here. Um, not to mention these teams are one and two in um, uh, offensive production. But they actually have uh, – Doosan has the one of the worst bullpens and Latte has one of the best. So I want to see how the second half of games – uh, of this game, this matchup plays out the back, the back nine, you know, so to say, um, because the Deuce on Bears bats are crazy hot right now, but they're facing a starting pitcher, Zhang Wonsum, who has been in the league for nearly 15 years, so he's an established veteran, but has had some health issues the last couple. Um, he's missed a lot of games through some detrimental injuries, some long-term injuries the last few years. But his career numbers are pretty solid. And if uh, you, um, you know, we're looking for someone who kind of uh, knows this league in and out and kind of knows how to establish himself and what he needs to do in a matchup, I think you're going to find that in um, this pitcher. And um, just to break down some of his uh, career stats, he, um, you know, has had a decent career. You know, it's nothing like absolutely barn burning, but he is um, 
like I said, a good veteran. He's not going to rush anything. But he's right around that 1.4 whip area. He can get some strikeouts, but that's not what he's known for. The whole Korean baseball organization is not known for strikeouts. They are known for their contact and defensive hitting. So um, he's also good about keeping guys off base. He's not a, a guy that walks batters too much. So this is a game that I'm watching out for. We're going to talk about some players later on, but I'm going to do this right now because this is the matchup. Jose Fernandez, he's leading the KBO in so many different hitting categories right now. Um, He is an MLB player, so he's a foreign player for the KBO. He is an infielder for the Doosan Bears. He's just raking. Leading the KBO in average, hitting 591 with 13 hits, 19 total bases, and on base percentage of 591. He's also top five in slugging percentage at 864, runners in scoring percentage, uh, 750 in on base plus uh, slugging percentage, 1.455. That is ridiculous. Obviously, it's inflated. It's going to come down here you know, relatively soon. You're going to see just kind of a drop-off. I mean, it's baseball. It's what happens. But right now, those numbers, holy moly, if you're playing DFS, he has to be in your lineup. So to talk a little bit more about the Doosan Bears and the uh, Lata Giants, um, I, I just think it's easy money at plus 145 for the Giants because they have the best bullpen, in my opinion, in the KBO. They've scored the second most runs, like I said, 36. And Doosan has the second worst bullpen in the league, in my opinion. The numbers, from what I saw today, were pretty staggering. Not to mention lots it has a hand, uh, upper hand in hitting in certain categories, like slugging percentage, they hit 500. Extra base hits per uh, hit at .346. And uh, on base uh, plus slugging percentage as a team of .04, or I'm sorry, .848. So that will be a really awesome game to keep track of and see what happens. I'm looking forward to that one. There's going to be a lot of DFS lineups that I put together tonight that are going to have bats in this lineup. Probably a lot more of the lot to uh, Giants bats because Doosan is um, pretty terrible as far as it goes um, on the bullpen side of things. So um, we got some other matchups to get to, so I will uh, jump right in. But before that, I'm going to drop a little bit into uh, a couple random tidbits here. So one thing I noticed was um, Hanwha, the Eagles, they've hit into eight double plays. The Kia Tigers have hit in the 10. Just throwing that out there. It is what it is. Preston Tucker, some of you guys might recognize this guy. I believe he had some uh, major league run with Cincinnati. He was an outfielder in the majors for a little bit. He's with the Kia Tigers, but he leads the league in RBIs. And he, um, you know, he's come on hot as of late. He he had a slow couple first games. So he's starting to turn it on lately. So if you're looking to um, maybe jump on a stack in the DFS lineup, perhaps uh, he could be a focal point. Kia, they need to score a little bit more runs before I do that, though. And so... Let's get into the rest of the card. There's some fun stuff. So I'm going to go into the SK Wyverns versus the LG Twins. The total set at 8 SK minus 115, LG minus 115. So that's on the money line, obviously. Both of these offensives struggled to start the season. SK's gotten absolutely no help with pitching or offense. They are starting off with a 1-4 and four record. LG, the Twins, They'd probably consider themselves a little bit more fortunate to be where they are considering how bad those American pitchers I talked about uh, have been. Granted, they're coming off that quarantine, so I think that that's a little inflated. Um, They got some help from their bats, uh, good favorable matchups to stay where they are. I think you're going to see LG Twins trend upward here in uh, the next week or so. And so they are sending out – uh, one of their better uh, starters from the first turn of the rotation in Cha Wu Chang. He's taken the mound against Nick Kingham, which Nick Kingham's probably one of my favorite foreign players that are 
that's in this league just because I watched some of his best games he pitched live in the majors within the last couple of years. And I've seen how dominant he can be. I actually think he'll be back in the majors within the next two years. Uh, Cha owns a 4.46 ERA and a 1.1, I'm sorry, 1.44 whip. And that's over his 1,588 career innings in the KBO. So that's a lot of innings, a good sample size. He also had a 4.12 ERA with a 1.43 whip last season, so both under his career line, uh, as the deduced baseball helped him. But his 16 homers were 11 fewer than he allowed in 2018 and four fewer than he allowed in 17. But there's rumor that the juice baseball has come back, even though they said the ball was still a dead ball this year. Uh, players and pitchers are saying that the ball feels and looks different. And so they're, I think they juiced the ball again. 61 home runs through the season so far. Um, so his walk rate was a little bit better in 19 compared to 18. Had seven strikeouts against two walks in his debut of this year. Uh, so you can expect some up and downness from this pitcher. But SK's offense may not give Kingham any help. So uh, SK's been struggling through five games. Only 17 runs scored. And that was against Anwa and Latte. Which Latte, like I said, they have that bullpen. They've had that starting pitch in. Dan Straley threw a dime of a, a game the other night. So, um, But they also um, weren't able to do it against some of the more – negative pitching staff angles in those two teams. Uh, Both those two teams have uh, improved from last season. They were the worst pitching staffs last year, so it's a little bit surprising that SK hasn't been able to get the ball rolling. Um, But, you know, run production, you got to get the job done. So one other thing I want to throw out there, the breakdown of this KBO season and the schedule. So Monday is an off day, league-wide. For right now, they're probably going to have to utilize it for the COVID-19 makeup stuff to get the season in. But one thing I've noticed, um, early in the season, or early in the week, I'm sorry, early in the week, you're going to see run totals probably be a little lower. Pitching stats probably be a little bit better. People are rested. The players are not coming off of back-to-back games. They finish their weekend series. They have Monday off. Tuesday, they come in on a fresh series. So um, I think you're going to see that you can cash in on some more unders on like Tuesday and Wednesday. And then later, as it gets into the deeper parts of the rotations, and then those national uh, Korean starters who have inflated pitching numbers start getting into the rotations um, and making their starts, you're going to be able to cash in on some overs on like Friday, Saturday, those weekend, uh, the weekend series when people start gets a little little more tired. So, anywho, we're going to talk a little bit more about the card because there's some more good stuff going on in here. And again, this is a hoop ball presentation today in sports betting. I am Devin Ellington at D-A-L-E-007. Can't believe Jose Fernandez. That guy is just completely... Destroying pitchers right now. Okay, sorry. Got off track there. So, yeah, let's get down to some of uh, some of uh, my bets. I will point out there's a lot of times you're going to find many scenarios to take a foreign pitcher against a domestic pitcher because, for example – those foreign pitchers, a.k.a. the American players, they're probably the best guys in the league. <clears throat> they are, you know. So whenever you get a matchup where you're taking a foreign pitcher, a former MLB player against one of the domestic players, um, it, you just got to try to find value in that because they do – if you can get one of those foreign pitchers and pair it with a good to decent bullpen and ride it out to a win and get – you know, cash in. So just another thing to keep an eye out on. So moving on. I talked about this game already a little bit, but I'm going to break it down a little more because I like it that much. Doosan, the Bears, the Bears, 
are minus 165 versus the Lata Giants, plus 135, the total set at 10. We have a foreign pitcher. See what I did there? Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a foreign pitcher versus a domestic pitcher, hence the big line for the undefeated Lata Giants against the Doosan Bears. The Bears are going to send Raul Alcantara to the hill, and Latte will counter with Zheng Wonsam, which I already talked about a little bit. We talked about that 4.21 ERA and that 1.36 whip. We talked about his career innings and such and such and such. But over the last four seasons, he struggled a little bit. He's had a 6.41 ERA and 199.1 innings of work. So <clears> – <throat> he can be up and down. So approach with caution. But I think one thing that you can say is he's fresh. He hasn't made his first start yet. Doosan, they have that bad bullpen. Lata, scoring a lot of runs. Sorry, I had to do it. And then also, they are leading, excuse me, in a lot of batting average compartments, both of these teams. Let's look at some of these batting uh, numbers. It's uh, pretty ridiculous. Granted, it's a small sample size, but, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's fun. So, Dusan has seven more plate appearances than Lata does. Lata has 36 runs scored, like I already said. 32 for Dusan. Dusan has more hits. They have 58 to Lata's 52. Both of these teams hit a decent amount of doubles, eight and nine respectively, but the team's pitching staffs don't allow a lot of doubles, so we'll see. Total bases, Lata at 88, RBIs 34 for the Giants. The Giants are aggressive on the base path. They've gotten caught stealing three times, but they've stolen two bases. Five sack flies, which leads the majors, so they play a certain style of ball. Doosan has 13 walks which is uh, going to be league low. Lata doesn't walk a lot either. They only have 15. Lata strikes out a lot more than Dusan does, and they've both grounded into the same amount of doubles, double plays. Now, I already talked about Lata having the upper hand in some batting compartments, and real briefly, I'll just rerun through that. Slugging, they've got that. On base percentage, Dusan is going to take that. They do have a better stealing base percentage, uh, Lata does. Um, a better walk per strikeout ratio. They're better at the extra base hits per hit clip. They are actually really, really good at that on base plus slugging percentage. And Doosan is a little bit better in the runners and scoring position hitting average department at 0.378. They're hitting 378. So, like I said, we've talked a little bit about the career of Yang and what kind of stuff he's carved in, you know, and how he's made this niche for the last 15 years. So in his first start with three strikeouts and a couple of walks, Alcantara looked pretty good uh, this year. Um, Allowed three runs, six hits, and six innings. He was pretty limited as far as Arsenal stuff. Korean hitters don't see a ton of premium velocity, so Alcantara can have success have his successes, wow, but as seen by his 100 strikeouts and 172.2 innings of work, it's going to take a whole lot more than that to overpower the, the Korean hitters. And like I've said, these are smart defensive hitting hitters, hitting for contact. So um, moving on to the KT Wiz and the NC Dinos, KT plus 110, NC minus 140, total set at eight and a half. So I'm going to say from the get-go, it's probably too high, that total. NC has one the best pitching staff, in my opinion, in the uh, league right now. Uh, they definitely hold their uh, opponents under um, league averages. They put up some decent numbers. So with that being said, <clears throat> they are rolling out some uh, aces for the league tonight. The Dinos have been the league's top offensive team to this point with runs scored, 37, but they draw uh, Adrizamir de Spain, and they have one of their best in Drew Ruzinski on the hill. So two foreign pitchers. I don't think there's going to be a lot of scores run 
Despain's debut was good. He didn't allow any uh, bad stuff, really. He only had one run, uh, four hits, six innings, 83 pitches to get eight strikeouts with no walks. No walks is huge in this league because walks turn out to be the main killer. And, you know, like I said, that KBO-ness, those late innings, it's not a lot of solo shots. It's multiple home runs with multiple people on bases. So I knew that Rusinski was going to be really, really good, like what he could accomplish. When I saw that list of former MLB players that were on these uh, teams, I was really excited about him. He, strollo- he, he followed up that strong 19 campaign with a really awesome debut. He walked four, so that's something that he wants to get down, but only allowed three hits, struck out six. He's 31, his ERA is 3.05 with a 1.18 whip in his 177.1 innings last season. Four walks shouldn't be an issue. He only walked 45 last year, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. He's got really good control. And NC had an ERA of 5.6 last week with more walks and strikeouts. KT had an 8.55 ERA with almost double the walks to strikeouts. Wasn't pretty at all. The two offenses did well last week, which is why this is eight and a half instead of eight. But the bullpens seem like they should be uh, a piece of justification as far as uh, this line. So I will say NC's tied for second in the KBO in walks, and Despain was very efficient in his first start. So he will be again, I think. That's just the kind of pitcher he is. Uh, Rosinski should be as well. Relievers should be better from their numbers last week. So it is the earlier parts of the week. I talked about it. They're rested, so we'll see. I think the under here is going to be the way to go. Under eight and a half. I've already put it in. Moving on, we're going to talk about the Samsung Lions taking on the Kiwoom Heroes. Samsung plus 155. They lead the KBO in strikeouts. Versus the Kiwoom Heroes, minus 185. Totals at eight and a half. So once again, we have two foreign pitchers going against each other here with Ben Lively and Eric Jokic. So Lively's 2020 debut was not good. Not good at all. Not good. He allowed four runs, six hits, two homers to the the Dinos. But the Dinos, like I said, they lead the KBO in offensive production. So, you know, maybe he has some positive regression coming his way. He struck out six but walked three. He only made nine starts in all of 2019, posted a 3.95 ERA with a 1.12 whip and over a strikeout per inning. Lively's first start of 2020 was worse than expected. It sure looks like it will be a struggle to score runs against Jokic. Uh, Jokic worked five terrific innings, allowing only one run on five hits in his debut. And he was limited to 65 pitches. He breezed a little bit. He was looking a bit windy out there, having a little fun through his five frames. So, one thing I want to talk about a little bit is going to be the Kaiwoom bullpen. They really have an advantage in this department. It's going to be rather large, in my opinion. Samsung currently leads the league in bullpen ERA at 2.45, but they walked 14 batters in 22 innings, which is the fourth most. Kaiwoom, the. Heroes? Did I get that right? You Heroes? <laughs> I forgot. I forgot mid-sentence. Yeah. Kaiwoom Heroes. Sorry, guys. Kaiwoom Heroes. Uh, they had a great bullpen last week over 23 innings. 3.13 ERA, 1.26 whip. So I think that this is going to be a fun game to watch just to see how these teams with their positive regression possibilities, uh, see if those come out during these matchups. Like I said, Samsung strikes out a lot. League's worst batting average out 199. 199 discount special. The trade-off is that Samsung is di- uh, diligent and they walk a lot. So they can get on base. And like I said, walks are important. Once that batting average comes up, Look for Samsung's offense to maybe catch a couple breaks and start to put up some numbers. I actually think I like the over in this game just to uh, be 
contrarian and uh, kind of take the side of Samsung here, see if I can't get a team total. And uh, I bet they probably have it set real low, probably somewhere right around four, four and a half would be my opinion. I'm going to go ahead and look that up right now and probably place a bet with you right here and now. So, um, Kaiwoom, their run line is set at five for total runs over under. Um, Samsung, three and a half. Yep, I'm going to go ahead and take that at plus, or I'm sorry, minus 110. Lock my bet in. Yeah, I like that one. Why not? Why not? So, I mean, they can't hit 199 forever. Um, moving on, let's talk about Kiwa Tigers. Hanwha Eagles. Kia's minus 158 favorite. Hanwha plus 138. Totals at 8.5. Aaron Brooks, a foreign player, makes his second KBO start. He's taking on the Eagles. Brooks was good in his first start. One run, 5.2 innings, struck out six, and no walks. That's important. So maybe looking at taking the Kia first five innings to win. Maybe, maybe covering that first five spread. Now he gets the uh, Hanwha offense, has been unable to have any production and higher leverage plate appearances. Uh, they are going to send Kim uh, Min Woo to the mound, and that's not going to look good for him. I, I don't think so. <laughs> he has a 6.85 ERA so far, the 1.73 whip in his career. He worked in relief against SK last week. Threw 71 pitches over 4.1 innings. Now he's getting a start. Uh, he allowed three runs on two hits, two of which left the ballpark. Struck out five, only walked one, though. So, I mean, there's the silver lining, I guess. Hanwell bullpen, been along, among the worst in the league, having blown leads in back-to-back games on Saturday and Sunday. Anwa's bullpen allowed 13 earned runs in 16 in a third innings pitch last week. Um, but believe it or not, Kia's bullpen is actually worse than that, which is why I like that first five bet. Kia's offense is decent. Uh, Bullpen is not. Um, So you're going to need Brooks to maybe work deeper. Hopefully you can get eight innings. I could see it happening. And you also need Kia to score some runs. So, obviously. We're going to go ahead and probably talk a little bit about the Bundesliga now. Yeah. First matches are going to be coming up Saturday on the 16th. I started digging into it a little bit this weekend and this week. I'm going to start putting some spreadsheets together within the next day or two. Going to pick some brains. Hopefully, I can get some good information. Obviously, Baron Munich is going to be the odds on favorite to win. This was a league that before the uh, suspension of play started, they were actually in the middle of their season. So they um, have a goal differential of plus 47. They're 9 and 2 at home, 8 and 2 away. They are uh, ahead of uh, Borussia Dortmund by four points. They've all played 25 matches. Baron has uh, 17 wins, four losses. They also have 55 points, four more than Dortmund. I like Leipzig. Leipzig's sitting at third. They're just kind of sitting there five points out of first place. They have a plus 36 goal differential, which is better than Dortmund. And they're pretty good on the road, 7-4-2. and two. Um, And get this, they've only allowed the same amount of goals that the first place Bayern Munich uh, club has. So I'm going to break down this a little bit. I'm just going to run through the teams, team names in order of standings. I don't have a ton of background information on these teams yet. I knew Bundesliga was a league. I know that they offer some really good – uh, betting opportunities. They are actually third richest as far as club or leagues go behind La Liga and the EPL, English Premier League, for soccer. So I would definitely um, 
recommend that you get into this league, do some research like I am, and let's learn it together. If you have some information or, you know, you have some good stuff to put out about this league, let me know. Like, we'll, we'll talk about it. But I will say what I've found, none of Europe's top leagues match the action that Bundesliga provides because they have a 3.04 goals per game uh, stat standing right now. So they also see uh, um, fewer goals than any other league. It's, it, it's like defensive um, football. So it, you got to get into the live betting a little bit. You gotta, it, it's really cool from what I've seen. So some of these pronunciations, I never took German in high school, so I apologize. Here we go. Bayern Munich, obviously, first place. I already talked about them. Borussia Dortmund at second. They have 51 points. Uh, RB Leipzig, they are in third. All right, here's the first one I'm going to butcher. I already know it. Gladbach. they are in fourth with 49 points. They are 9-2-2 at home. Bera Leverkusen, they are fifth with 47 points. Then we have FC Schalke. I like Schalke. I think it's their color scheme, their logo. It's just kind of clean. I don't know. Um, they're pretty average. They're in sixth place. VFL Wolfsburg, they have 36 points, and they are in seventh place behind Schalke. Then in eighth place, there's Freeburg, uh, SC Freeburg, 36 points. So they're tied with Wolfsburg, it looks like. Then there's 1899 Hoffenheim in ninth place. Moving on to 10th, there's FC Holm, Holm, 10th place, 32 points. They uh, have a 4-1-8 record, so one draw, eight losses on the road. Not anything particularly good there. FC Union Berlin, 30 points, down in 11th place. Eintracht Frankfurt, 28 points in 12th place. Hertha BSC Berlin in 13th. And then it's going to round out all the way down to 18th in this order. FC Augsburg, FSV Mainz 05, Fortuna Dusseldorf, Werder Bremen, SC Paderborn. Hopefully I didn't do too terribly. So, yeah, some stuff to look forward to in that league. I think it's going to be wonderful. I'm looking forward to getting into this league a little bit more, learning more about them and the strikers, figuring out, you know, how to attack the betting angles. It's important that Bundesliga and the KBO have success in their returns because that's important for the MLB and uh, our American uh, – our American hood. Yeah. Guys, I know I've already talked about it once or twice before, so I apologize for being redundant. But, you know, like I said, I'm trying to find that fundraiser, that charity, that, that, that something that someone's doing to try to help other people because, you know, I, I would love to try to help out in any way that I could also. So if you would, pass this along, share it, tell your friends and family about it. You know, if you guys are familiar with someone doing a campaign of some sort and then you know i want to talk about this i'm at seven we i'm i'm saying i'm we're at 780 or 92 followers on twitter before covid19 happened we were a two-month-old podcast net uh not network but division the gambling division with hootball and we had skyrocketed in that short amount of time. And we're going to skyrocket out of the COVID-19 quarantine time frame. So what I'm going to ask of every one of you that do listen to this is to go ahead, share, give a like, a thumbs up, a review, a Twitter follow, at Hootball Gaming. That's the mothership. At Hootball Fantasy is going to be the Hootball um, mothership. And then just, you know, 800, it's a nice round number. I think it looks a lot better than 792. So go ahead and help us out. And I'll continue to put out this Bundesliga content, if that's what you want. If not, tell me what you want. We'll talk about it. I'm a, I'm a talker. I'm a listener, too. That's more important. That's what my dad told me. 
That's what my dad told me. All right, guys. Again, I'm Devin at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. You have got to listen in for this week's shows because, man, it's a lot of them. Starting tomorrow, me, Ira, Andrew, talking DFS. Going to break down some really awesome numbers. We're going to get into some slates. Got some Ivy League education coming on the show tomorrow. Holy cow. Guys, that'll pretty much do it for me. Follow, like, tweet, talk, all that good stuff. I'm going to post some pics later. Probably some more thoughts on the KBO. But for that time being, be safe. Please do reach out with any questions you may have. Again, this is Today in Sports Betting. You have a wonderful day and a wonderful life. I'll see you around. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.